Hello, welcome back to Unedited the Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lauren, and this is episode 15. I am joined today by a woman I really love and admire so much. She just has such a life to her, an aliveness to her, and she has also been my mentor for the last, I would say, six-month season, and I was just so drawn to her level of embodiment and what she stands for and how beautifully she just creates connectivity and and humanization in the journey of becoming more of yourself. So without further ado, here is Chloe Lavana. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here right now. Oh, it's so exciting to be connecting with you. And I'm really excited to share you with my community. And as we get started, I just want them to get to know a little bit more about you and who you are. So I want to give you the floor to introduce yourself, what you're about, what your art and your contribution is. Thank you. So I'm Chloe. I'm a multi-six-figure energetics embodiment and aligned strategy coach. And I'm someone who very much helps empowered and rising women who just know in their soul that they're here for more to just impact more people with their gifts, become a match for more wealth and to make more money their way. So that's a bit about me and what I do right now. And like you just said as well about being like fully embodied. And I really fully believe that when we're fully embodied in our gifts, when we're fully embodied in ourselves and what we do, and we just allow our gifts to shine through us and we present them to the world, then our businesses and our work, it doesn't feel like business. It just feels like such an extension of us. And then everything that we just get to receive because of it is just this most, the most incredible bonus. Uh, I could not agree more. I love that. And I love that that's what you stand for. I think there's a lot of, I mean, business doing, commerce, (laughs) everything out there that forgets that we're humans first and embracing who we are and Mm. being in in our fullest expression is actually such a powerful key to unlocking illogical levels of resourcing and experiences of reality. Um, and, and there is a place at the table for being human and being an entrepreneur and wildly successful. So I love that you're living and breathing that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would love, I, I like to ask this question in the beginning of the conversation to just really bring us into the present moment, but I would love to have you share anything and everything that you feel called that is very real and present for you right now, what you're working with, playing with, bumping into, loving, um, and we can kind of get the conversation started there. I feel like actually I want to bounce off what you just said about like being more human and like allowing your humanness to come through because that's actually something that I am really playing with so much more. Um, this year just allowing myself to be my full full expressed self and the start of my business and the start of what I was doing the whole reason this has come through was because I was the complete opposite I was presenting myself as a superhuman who had it all together and 
I thought that that was the way that things should be and that you should be someone who, if you're offering gifts and services to people, that you should be someone who is almost like the supportive rock for others and, and you have everything all together. And, and so they get to lean on you. And I fully suppressed my human self for so long. So the fact that you have brought that into this conversation and shared about like honoring the human first and, and allowing the human to come through and what you do, I feel like is such an important piece. And I want to touch upon that because I feel like no matter what we do, whether we're someone who has our own business or whether we work for other people or however it is that we are moving about the world, so many people are repressing that human side of them and believing that they need to be um, more like seen as more together or seen as someone who um, is perfect in, in some shape or form and I feel like us as our most perfect selves is the human the one that's fully emotional fully vulnerable fully open about who they are in every single situation so the thing that I'm really playing with at the moment is definitely especially in the work that I do and and how I help people is just allowing myself to show my human and show my clients my human show my audience my human show the fact that we can still massively impact people help people support people and do what we're here to do but at the same time be who we are be human experience all ranges of emotions and situations and it not get in the way of anything that we're doing or not be suppressed in any way so that we have to put on a front and not be who we truly are Mm, yeah yes I uh, I think one of the most like liberating things for me particularly in the last couple of years through the lens of business and entrepreneurship has been how much more depth I've been able to access in being willing to not shove down my human experience and make it less worthy than any other part of my life. And to your point, right, it's like there's 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 a range, there's a spectrum and the entrepreneurial experience does a really good job of bringing all of that up. And I feel like it's almost impossible to pretend like you're not experiencing the emotional roller coaster of owning and starting a business or just being a human and having life happen and and continue having this facade. Like after a while, it just it starts to wear you down and you encounter discord and dysfunction as a result of just trying to be something you're not. And the more available you are to your human experience, I feel like the more empowered and empowering you become as a person because you're giving people permission to also be in that process and Mm -hmm. see these, these results and these realities that are not because of your humanness, but are supportive of your humanness and also allow you to be more than that too, right? right? Like access your spiritual gifts and your zone of genius and your impact and create a legacy. And yeah, I just, I, I'm loving the, the creation of a paradigm, especially in the business and service world of, there being space for both and in fact having both being 
that much more of an asset to ourselves and and how we get to serve. So Mm. yeah, I love that you said that. (laughs) Yeah, I fully agree with you. And I I feel like as well, like that suppression and and seeing it from both ends and, and being someone who like, had had both spectrums come through in, in what I do the suppression of yourself and trying to like appear to have it all together and be perfect all the time and be a superhuman like it doesn't do anyone any favors and I found like when people perceived me as being this superhuman person who like was so put together all the time that reflected so badly for my clients and the people I was working with as well because they had um, such huge expectations in terms of my capacity and availability because I put them on myself and presented myself in terms of that availability and when somebody perceives you as something and they perceive you in a certain way, then they expect you to be that way. They expect you to be that person. So you behind the scenes, if anything, isn't going the way that you want to, the stress on your nervous system, the stress on your being just fully suppresses like that creativity. It suppresses the gifts. It suppresses so much of um, you in so many ways because you're constantly trying to hold it all together. And that stress of trying to hold it all together is just not possible. And I actually found like I actually went through um, quite a collapse um, in terms of like my nervous system and my capacity and my ability to um, be able to hold as many people as I was holding because I'd just been for so long in my business. And this was at the very start. So a good year of my business. Um, I was very much not allowing any of my human to come through. So I even went through periods where we'd have family members die or I was in like early stages of pregnancy and really needing to be off and rest my body and and like on her, like my human. And I wasn't, I was ignoring like the fact that these things were happening because I felt like I needed to be on or else I was letting people down. I was disappointing people. And then because of that as well, my clients didn't, they could feel like this sense of, um, strength about me and the strength of oh she's always doing she's always like able to um like be on and and support people and do all these things and grow in this way that wasn't sustainable but they they saw it and assumed it was because they could see someone living and breathing it so it gave them a false sense of well I can be like this too this is the way for success you shoulder on you'd be really powerful like you always stand in your power and so then it led on to like this ripple effect of them then they were holding themselves in a strong light and not feeling like they could be vulnerable and and be open and share like the human experiences of what was happening behind the scenes so it's such like a service to everybody to be yourself to be to like share and like as you know from working together like I'm so open about sharing about things that I'm moving through, things that I'm working through emotionally, as well as like things that are happening behind the scenes that I'm able to navigate and hold and move through as I am growing and expanding and being of service to people. I never had that um, communication before with my clients in the early days of my business because I didn't think, because I was working so much in the old paradigm, I didn't think that that was okay. I didn't think that was allowed to share those things. And so I feel like playing with like the openness right now and the transparency is just so liberating for me, for my clients, for everyone. It just fully opens the channel of communication. Like everyone feels like I have people who have just joined a new program of mine that I have right now. 
And within like a couple of like minutes of joining, people are pouring out their heart and soul and like sharing very vulnerably like who they are and what they're experiencing because they feel the energy of like, this is a safe space to do that. And I get to do that. And I get to bring all of this to the table. And that is just so incredible to get to receive that and know that people feel that comfort because they can see that's who you are. Like online, you're doing it first. You're leading yourself through that first you're being open about that first and so it just gives such a permission slip to others to just be the same and just to do the same as well Mm, yeah I uh, there's so many things that I want to say um (laughs) (laughs) I I think one of the biggest like elements of leadership to me and people who have like a profound impact on me are the people who feel like like they're willing to be really present with what's in front of them and accept all of the facets of them. And I think as far as people who are looking to others for leadership or in positions of leadership, um, what's really important to start to recognize is that you in your initiations is just as powerful as you having moved through them and reached the next octave of that experience because there's going to be nuance and depth and and wisdom that you amass while you're working through the circumstance or the challenge or the confrontation that is going to invite you into your leadership deeper and allow you to like show people what's possible even when things are not perfect and like life is not always gonna serve you up ideal circumstances and I think like you said right there's there's so much liberation and there's there's so much um power and wisdom in being able to invite people into your process in a way that honors your desire for privacy and and withholding which is a whole other topic um But doing that in a way that not normalizes, but just humanizes. Yeah, like Mm. that life is life and and it's going to be challenging sometimes and it's going to bring you to your knees sometimes and you're going to have moments where you're not the most graceful version of yourself or the most embodied version of yourself. And I think it's the moments where you're modeling how to lead yourself through that that Mm. can be the most profound things. Like I don't really care if you're standing there with hundreds of thousands of dollars and telling me I can do it too, but not willing to show me what the process is like. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's like, that doesn't help me. Like, I don't, what about when I'm in the moments where I do feel like I'm not capable? How can you hold me through it and have you gone through it yourself? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I fully agree with you with that as well. And I feel like that's that like when you are looking for mentors and people to support you as well, when you see that in others, when you see people sharing that, when you see people showing like how they're walking, walking with like the duality and how they're walking through different things and seeing them, like you just said, lead themselves through it and then um, come out the other side. There's something just so... I don't even know the word humbling liberating I don't even know what the word would be for that but it's just so powerful just to watch someone lead themselves through something and and then just know as well like when you are moving through things again like that permission step like it just gives you just that extra 
sense of like, I can do this myself as well. Like I can lead myself through anything and mirror it, not like going through the same things, but just knowing like, if it's possible for someone else to grow and expand in certain ways and move through different things, it's possible for me. And it's always going to look different for all of us, whatever that is. But knowing that we can do it all and then having somebody else show us that they can as well just gives you that lift. It just gives you that boost because I feel like so many people as well which is why I'm so grateful for more people sharing and more people sharing transparency and, and being vulnerable with how they're um, growing and expanding and what they're moving with. Because I feel like before it was almost like if you, you felt like this stress and, and I know I'm not, I'm not alone in this. You felt like this almost like secret, like feeling of like, what's wrong with me? Cause I don't have it all together. And there's like I a pressure. Like, yeah, a bit yeah. pressure to to like be perfect and do it right and to if if you have doubts, if you have fears, if you have like um any like worries or anything then it's then you almost feel like wrong about it and like what's wrong with me? How come all these other people seem to do it, be able to um like grow and expand and experience these things but not me? And when you just hear that other human side of it of like what people are really experiencing and and how they're moving and how they're growing alongside all of these human emotions as well it's just so powerful because it just really helps you to be like well if everybody else can do well people can do it like this then I can do it too yeah yeah well yeah I I think just that and again right like you you don't by any means if you're in a position of leadership or you're way showing or you have a big vision and you're the one that has to go first because it's not been done before um you don't have to show up and share every little detail but i think when people can see you and and receive glimpses of you honoring emotion and you honoring your nervous system and you honoring reality and not avoiding and not exploiting yourself and not exploiting other people um it creates like rapport and connective tissue and like you were saying it's like wow, like if somebody else can start a family and have a sick partner like you have or like start a business and build it to X amount of dollars from bankruptcy or like all of these things like where there's this juxtaposition between what some people would consider a rock bottom moment and and have access still to potential, that just opens up so much possibility for the people watching that process unfold because they also might be in confronting circumstances where they're like, I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this, but somebody Mm. else did it. (laughs) So there's a way. Mm. And I love also like our circumstances like never have to be the same in order for you to attract people like who want to be in your world and be supported by you as well. Like you just said, like when I first started my business, we were very much in a like terrible financial situation and I became the breadwinner. I was pregnant with baby number two and my husband, we found out he had cancer the same week that I was pregnant with baby number two and like we had nothing. We were at rock bottom. We were back. I had to move back to live with my mom temporarily because I didn't know how I was going to pay the bills. And then that whole turnaround of us then, he's so healthy now in remission and 
we now have three babies in our own house and like I'm still the like I was still the breadwinner up until the beginning of this year and we are like so in so much abundance and overflow now and and that whole transition and walking through all of that that story is so different than any of my other clients but we all have stories and they all have stories and they all have things that they've moved through and even if you're not at rock bottom and because I don't believe you have to go there I feel like sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's almost like it's you hear so many rock bottom stories but actually if you can share your story in a way where people never have to go there because the lessons that you've learned, it's almost like when you meet people where they're at, they don't need to go there because they can hear the lessons and trans and transformation that you've had from that place. So it's almost like you're passing on that inner wisdom. So nobody has to go there. And at the same time, you're empowering and inspiring and, and like giving that foot up to people who are in similar situations as well. Mm -hmm. And so many of my clients have either been in positions where they've had something completely different going on, but they've been in a place of rock bottom that looks wildly different than I was at, but they've been able to lead themselves out of it because they can see like there is hope because of how other people have moved through too. And then I've had clients as well who have been, um, not at rock bottom and in a really amazing place, but at the same time feeling like they want more and they're here for more and, and they want the support to be able to allow more of themselves to come through. But again, like that self-leadership that you have when you're moving yourself through different situations, when you can see people modeling that and you want to be, you want to go somewhere and you want to lead yourself and be elevated and knowing like who you're in spaces with and rooms with can just be so powerful and so uplifting for you. And again, like such a permission step for um, like, this is how someone else has done it. Then I know that it's possible for me. And regardless of where I'm at right now, or where anyone else is at right now, I know that if people are doing it like this and they're leading themselves, I can do this too. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple things that we you touched on just there that I, I want to weave in. And I'm going to start with – so before we jumped on this call, I was sharing with Chloe um, how on Saturday I ended up connecting with a new girlfriend and, and sharing a little bit about who I am and my work and my vision and, and the mission that I feel like I'm here to bring forward. And a lot of what I was sharing was very – countercultural. And one of the things that this gal had shared was like, wow, like everything that you're about is just so, so different. Like nobody is doing it like that. It's like inconvenient in a lot of cases. And it's, it's just a higher standard than a lot of people are willing to meet. And um, I think if, if you're in a position where you also just see a different potentiality for the world and your contribution is asking you to kind of go against the grain. Um, that's such a beautiful opportunity for you to go first. And the the more you can lean into embodying your own blueprint and meeting your own standards and upholding your own values and being in integrity with your vision, what you're doing is you're modeling a new paradigm and you're you're giving permission to people who also share elements of that vision or similar value systems or have desires that they would just love nothing more than to realize in this lifetime, you're unlocking that door 
and you're creating space for those people to see it done first and be like, wow, I didn't know that was available to me. And now that I see that it can be done, even if it's not the way I want to do it, I now have the courage and the, um, I don't know, just this like inspiration to, to go and do it in my own way. And you never know how how the way you embody what you're here to embody and like the way you lead yourself and the way you meet your life is going to trickle down and have an impact and a ripple effect on everyone around you and people that you have no idea are even in your sphere of influence Mm -hmm. that might be seeing you and just like you being you in your power was exactly what they needed to see to unlock their higher expression. So Mm. (laughs) um, yeah, just what you were saying just really like made me recognize that in that conversation. And and I thought it was really important to bring that forth because I feel like there's a lot of hesitation sometimes when you're going first um, Mm. or when you're creating something different. It's like, oh, well, I've never seen anyone do it before. Is it possible? Can I do it? Can I hold it? Is that too much responsibility? Am I capable Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing that I've been so mindful of as well, especially this year and right now is like who I'm allowing myself to be like available for when I'm, when I'm consuming online. And I very much am following and, and being like in circles with people who are very individualized in their self-expression and their creativity And I feel like because that's something very much that I'm leaning more into this year and coming from a very small town, like basically in the middle of nowhere, where like what I'm doing in the first place is so out of the norm and like having like relationships with like family and friends who, who just don't grasp or get what I'm doing. And then being someone who feels so different and is expressing herself so differently, it can be sometimes be feel like it can be so easy to then go on and start your own thing and then end up boxing yourself in because you don't want to push like too many boundaries for fear of not belonging and not fitting in. And I think that's something that I did as well quite early on in my business where like I was being um, doing something that was against the norm compared to so many people that I was surrounded by. And so when I was starting out, I wanted to then fit in with what I was doing because I didn't want to have that disconnection um, with even more people. So I created very much something that was very similar to everybody else. And then I realized this isn't me. This isn't who I am. It's not an expression of me. Um, there's more to me than this. I want to express myself more full, more fully. And so now this year, I'm very conscious of like, if I want to step into my full expression, if I want to fully express myself in all ways, then I want to make sure that I'm surrounding myself with people who are, again, like almost, it's almost like a hand up, like a, you can do this because other people are doing this too. So I'm very conscious of like the people that I follow, the people who Um, are in my field, the people that I work with are all so individualized in what they're doing and and how they're expressing themselves. And no two people are the same. None of my clients are exactly the same. None of my mentors are exactly the same. And that just self-expression that each of us has and doing things in our own way is just so 
magical, especially in a world where sometimes it can feel like if I don't belong, if I'm if I if I'm not the same as everybody mm, else, cutting out a little if bit I'm on my not doing end. things like everyone else, I don't belong. Oh, can you hear me? I can. Let's just turn off video for a moment. <laughs> Very real, unedited. Here we go. <laughs> um, and hope that it clears up. Yeah, I and I I love that you said that. Um that just like highlighting how individual every person that you work with and are working with as as a client they're just such unique fractals of of creation and expression and i think one of the the brilliant things that i have really started to play with is if if you're not seeing something done by someone who looks like you or acts like you or thinks like you or talks like you or doing it in the way that you envision, that is not a sign that you shouldn't do it. That is an invitation into you getting to create something that is so unique to you and and offer that to the collective as a potentiality. Mm, yeah, I fully agree with you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and I – can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Sorry, it glitched okay, out. Good. It's back again. It's back again. <laughs> I love tech sometimes. <laughs> um, I do want to touch on – because I, I know something that you work with a lot is resource, money, wealth – um, abundance, overflow. And I really want to touch on an element of resource that I think is often under <laughs> under addressed. Um, and that is like the responsibility and the element of like of legacy that comes with the wealth that you're seeking and creating and and having a desire to be in relationship and stewardship with wealth and money and overflow and abundance in a way that goes beyond you. And I, I know that we've had a couple conversations where um, you've kind of shared a little bit about how you, you are creating a legacy, like you want to build something that um, exceeds your lifetime. And I, I would just love to hear your thoughts on, um, on that. Mm, yes. Um, so even with you like touching upon like wealth as well, like one of my biggest missions when I first started my business was I really wanted to be someone that just supports people in increasing like the wealth that they have, because I fully believe that when good people have good money, they do great things. And one of my biggest intentions as well was like with, with all of like any like wealth that's accumulated through my work, like I I get to be able to, um, share this. I get to be able to give this to so many other people in so many different beautiful ways. And like one of the things, I don't think I've ever shared this with you either. Um, but one of the things that I started from literally the word go in my business was like every, like every cent that I made in my business, um, I would take a good portion of it and I give to different charities that support other women who are in, um, third world countries to, 
start their own businesses or to um, support the businesses that they already have because I fully believe that when we are again like self-expressed and creative with what we do we're so whole within ourselves Um, and I do also believe like wealth goes so much further than just like the money that's in your bank account like wealth is a state of being wealth is is who you are and, and how you're feeling and I feel like when we're so tapped into who we are and we're so tapped into our creativity and and like our soul mission and what we're here to do like the money is just a byproduct of that but the wealth that we feel inside when we're just fully living up to um what we feel like we're here to do is just is just so like there's no words to even describe it and so part of the journey that I'm on and I feel like this is something that is going to go way beyond the work that I like I'm I'm here to do it's, it's something that I'm hoping is is like going to be like you just tapped upon like a legacy that I'm creating is very much to create this ripple effect of just helping others to step into their full expression and to become wealthy women in themselves and also in their bank accounts so that they can help to pass on that ripple effect and help others to do the same because I feel like when we are like resourced um, financially as well as um, in full like self-expression of who we are and what we're here to do then not only are we giving like the permission set for others to do the same so more people are getting helped more people are um impacting people in the most magical ways but we're also able to um impact more as well with the wealth and the money that we get to accumulate from what we're doing because the ripple effect of that in itself is just so profound is that what Mm. you meant by that as well yeah absolutely that touches on it for sure um yeah, I just I I've really been thinking a lot more in the last couple of years about just the the way being resourced just amplifies more of what is 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 resourced by it. And I think like you said at the beginning of of this conversation is like the more good people with clean resource mm-hmm. are available to circulate wealth and wisdom and abundance and overflow, the more benevolence we will see on the planet, the more people are going to be able to invest in projects that benefit the collective and in pursuits that create more love, more wisdom, more power, more um of a regenerative culture, a culture that has reverence for the people and the planet and that goes so far beyond profit for the sake of profit. And that's just been such a foundational part of the way that I desire to to create abundance in my life is like, okay, yeah, I want to have a roof over my head and I want to be well fed and also how does that resourcing allow me to be of greater service yeah and I feel like that greater service as well this is why I'm so the women that I attract and the women that I work with none of them are are like coming to me because they want to learn how to run a business so that they can just make money and then like have like a lot of wealth in the bank account and 
kind of like use it to get by or use it to have a luxurious life. Like every single person that comes to work with me as someone who is here to make a massive impact with their gifts and then the money is a byproduct but what they get to do with that and how they get to give that back and how they get to circulate that in a way that just doesn't just it doesn't just impact their family and doesn't just impact their life but it also impacts everyone around them like the way that they buy produce changes like the way that they so they're supporting people um, like, like you, for example, like what you do, like how you buy food and how so many of my clients buy food, even like it runs down to even the basics, like how we buy our basics and then like how we support people by hiring people to support in our jobs and the ripple effect that has on them and then being able to use their gifts and then being able to support their family. And then what we get to do in terms of like donations and supporting people through donations. And like, there's so much good we can do with what we have. Like it's absolutely unreal. And I really feel like when you attract in and you help heart-centered people, just the ripple effect on the world, I fully believe it's just elevating the collective in, in such a powerful way that it's almost like a, a healing as well as um, as well as just giving people the like support to do what they feel like they're here to do. But it's almost like a collective. I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know if you can think about what I'm saying. I don't even know how oh, to describe it. A hundred percent. I <laughs> There are so many things that I have to say. And I also am like, mm, I'm coming out with a, a container, hopefully in the next month, called Ceremony of Service that I've told you about. And yeah. I don't want to say too much. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just one of the elements that I explore, well, they're all so interconnected, but is like first and foremost, the way that your service gets to be informed by and also inform the legacy of your lineage and how your lineage and lineages on the planet are liberated through your leadership. And it just I've I've watched dynamics of wealth in my family change so radically over the last couple of years since I've I've been very invested in bringing integrity and sustainability and intention and just love and, and bringing God to the table with how I build resource in my life um it's it's been incredibly mind-boggling and humbling and inspiring to watch the effects that it's had in my immediate family and how they've been able to unhook from financial paradigms and scarcity paradigms and lack paradigms and fears around being resourced. And I I know that my my family are here for big work as well. And just seeing them be able to start to actually access that because they're starting to be more resourced mm. is so beautiful. And like, like you said, there's this like beautiful ripple effect of like, if you empower somebody, that person can now empower another person. And then that person can empower a person. And it's like, it's contagious. It's this amplification of 
of beauty and of opportunity. And um, we all deserve to thrive and to be um, in relationship with one another and create higher levels of connection and um, care mm. on the planet. And, and that gets to happen through the way you choose to use your leadership and your legacy and your resourcing and how you choose to become an ancestor, right, in your lineage. And so yeah. that's that's a little bit of a taste of what I'm going to be working on. But um, yeah, I, I just think there's such a profound um, portal of, of potential in the way we choose to relate to resource. And, and it goes so far beyond just money. Um, mm. And and when there's more people wanting to engage with wealth in a clean way, uh, that is to me that is how miracles manifest. <laughs> yeah, fully. I lo- I can't wait. I cannot wait for ceremony of service. It sounds so incredible. <laughs> and what you just said as well as well about like your lineage, I feel like even though like one of the most profound things that I love doing with the work that I do is, is helping people to feel wealthy within themselves, regardless of the money. And then the money's a byproduct, the money's an extra. And it's funny because when you tap into this, more money gets to flow to you so much easier. And one of the reasons why this is so powerful, important for me is because I did grow up very much in, in a house where we, there was so much scarcity. There was so much scarcity. There was so much lack um, my whole life, all I can remember is stress. All I can remember is upset. All I can remember is worry about money and about like not having enough to even get by. And those same stories played through in my life up until I was literally 28, 29 years old. And all of that stress, all of that worry, and then seeing like my parents and then it fall to me where we were all just working and we were working in um, jobs that weren't like necessarily jobs that we enjoyed or loved doing, but we felt obliged to do and we had to do them. Otherwise we wouldn't survive. And it was very much a constant, like, I have to do this to survive kind of, um, life. And I, I literally lived this for so long. And then when I had my first child, that was very much my life as well. And then when I was pregnant with, um, my second child, when my husband got cancer. And again, at that time I was working, I ended up working three jobs during that pregnancy to just about get by because my money mindset was very much like, if you don't work, you don't make money. If you don't work long, hard hours, you don't make money. If you don't have a job and you're not working right now and work, and very much like working for someone else and having any job that you can have, then you're not going to be able to survive. And then that your little ones now won't be able to survive. And all of that stress on you and on your family, like my parents, like it wasn't their fault. They were doing the best they could with the resources they had and with the knowledge that they had, but they passed that down to me. And then I was there starting to pass that down to my children. And so I was holding that stress in my body while I was pregnant both times and I was also passing down that kind of like way of living and way of life um, to my daughter that was already born. Like she was seeing me working really long, hard hours to get by and having the stress and worry and, and like constant, like, um, like angst about money. And it's funny because when you remove that, when that conversation like is removed, there's so much 
else left that you haven't explored. And since I have become someone who has really shifted my money mindset, my money story, my wealth consciousness, and I've shifted how things are for me. And now like I was pregnant with baby number two, three years ago. So this, this wasn't that long ago. It's been the last three years that my life has completely radically changed. And I've allowed in abundance. I've allowed in overflow. I've really changed my situation. I'm now doing something I love. I'm not working long and hard to just get by. I'm very much like serving people in a way where I'm passionate and the money's also flowing in and I have that resource. But the most powerful thing because of that is the stories have changed with my family as well. The relationship has changed with my family as well. What I've learned and what I've healed and what I've moved through has changed the dynamic of of the conversations I now get to have with my parents and my family. It's changed the way that they see life and move through life and act through like act in life. It's going to change my children. It's going to change their children. It's going to change so much. And when I think back, like most of my life has been dominated by somebody, be it family, be it friends, be it myself, be constantly in a position of stress and repression because of money. And when you just take that away and you allow yourself to be so whole and abundant and like money, you don't even think about money anymore. Like it, it completely opens up the floodgates to, oh, this is who I am and this is what I'm here to do. And, and there's so much more that gets to come through because of it. And like full circle moment, my mom actually, um, the other day came in and she's she's managed to, because she's seen me, she's seen me modeling who I want to be and, and how I'm leading myself. And she's actually been someone who for so for nearly 20 years has been in a job that she doesn't want to be in, feeling like she has to be. And nearly now in her bordering retirement, she's come in and she's handed in the notice to her job and said, I'm going to go and do something I'm passionate about now. And she's now breaking down like old barriers and stories of, um, what she has believed her entire life because of money. Like I have to do this because of money. And she's now like, I'm going to go and pursue my passion and just trust that the wealth will come because of the fact that we are walking now in this new paradigm. And she's able to see that because somebody else has modeled it and they've shifted their wealth, wealth consciousness. So she gets to too. Wow. Sorry, that was so long-winded. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to like my own family story right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, my my mom, um, midway through the last two-year global ordeal, um, <laughs> I carefully say, um, she, she also had an opportunity um, amidst all of that to choose what she wanted to be when she grows up again. Um, and yeah, I, I, she and I have had many conversations about how because I had the courage to go first and to um, invest in myself and bet on myself and clear away all of the distortion as it relates to trusting my ability to be resourced and be of service and be in love with my life, she decided to also pursue like health and life coaching. And she just graduated last year and just, or not last year, last week. Um, and to just see the difference in, in the way she even approaches her contribution and the way that she gets to experience that has been 
so beautiful. Um, my father, very similar situation. He is the hardest working person I have ever seen in my life. And he has sacrificed so much for the betterment of our family. And in the last year or so, he has just done so much um, inner work and healing and development and, and has just really started to return to his expression of abundance. And my brother just graduated from school and is pursuing a career that lights him up. And it's just been really beautiful to see what gets to happen within my lineage and within my family. Um, now that we've all collectively started to untangle the ancestral imprint of poverty and scarcity and lack and and fear of investing in ourselves and and trusting in our capacity to be the stewards of our own life force and yeah i just like i said before i i know my family is here for tremendous beautiful big work much like i am much like the families and 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 my clients are um and yeah it, it's just really brilliant to watch in real time what gets made possible within your lineage when you choose to stand up and say the chain the chain is broken here um i choose to create a new story for this bloodline and and you take responsibility for that yeah yeah and it's so liberating as well when when you realize like that's what's happening because i feel like at first sometimes when we step into like this way of being because it's it, it is something that I don't know about you if you had the same like situation where nobody else around you is is kind of like for me it felt like I was the only person that was awake to this I was the only person that realized there was a different way I was the only person that was like hang on why is everybody like living like this this, this shouldn't be the way to live unfortunately for us it took like a near-death experience for us to like awaken and realize this and I wish that it never got to that point and that we realized so much sooner but it almost felt like at first almost taboo to be like starting that healing work and to be shifting and to be shifting into a whole different way of being and a whole different way of living and that's hard to shoulder at first that kind of like you're the first person you're going first you're um you're changing yourself first and and what falls away because of that and sometimes the, the relationship dynamics can kind of go like into a negative space before they get to get better again and that's definitely the experience I've had where I'm so glad now that I, I stuck to the journey and stuck to the confidence in, in like that I wanted to experience something different, that I wanted to not live that kind of paradigm out anymore. And I wanted to break that line. And I feel like sometimes it comes with a lot of, you have to have a lot of resilience and a lot of confidence, not even confidence, but like a lot of grit and a lot of determination to change things because sometimes it can feel like everything around you is is almost like in discord and dissonance with who you now are and holding yourself strong through that and then coming out the other side and then then other people like seeing wow I can see now what you've done and now I get to do that too like that sticky part in the middle I can feel like sometimes is so challenging and it can really make you want to turn back it will feel like there's something wrong with you for wanting to go this route and sticking through that part can sometimes be the hardest thing but out the other side is just so much 
so much beauty and so much like liberation when you come that full circle and and kind of like other people then start moving alongside you Mm. Uh, yes I I I love this so much in my last podcast episode I shared a little bit more about my lineages uh (laughs) um entrepreneurial spirit and just um I I was really fortunate to grow up in a family of dreamers and visionaries and innovators and artists and people who at the core of who they were held a higher vision and, and, and a desire for more. And I think it was really fascinating witnessing my family, my immediate family at least oscillate from that, that core essence of like, we want, to squeeze every last drop out of life and just be here and and live a big full beautiful existence and and have life happen right and and that's often what happens to a lot of us is life happens we get laid off we lose family members we get sick we lose our home we you know like all, all these things can happen to create circumstances where that initial imprinting of scarcity or poverty or lack of self-trust or lack of trust in the divine um starts to to take up more space and so in 2018 when I moved back in after choosing to no longer I had been laid off so not not look for a new job I had given up my apartment I had just was starting a healing journey from multiple physical injuries and it was very humbling at 28 years old like you to move back in with my family and basically start from scratch and and decide to bet on myself and i think um that journey for myself invited me and initiated me to look at my shit in a really honest <laughs> way and i think my process was very triggering for my family and for a couple of years it was it was a lot of conflict and a lot of pain and a lot of wounding being touched on. And um, absolutely, there had to be those moments of resistance, those moments of um, disconnection. And I think this is something that I touch on in, in my coherence class, but anytime you choose to create coherence in your field and you choose to be resonant with something new or experience a new octave of reality, um, that shift in your energy creates an alteration in the energetic agreement that you have with the world around you and the people and the relationships that you have. And what's happening is you're effectively creating an invitation for them to either meet you in resonance or remain discordant and you move away. And so um, I think this this tracks for your family relationships with friendships, with your peers. Um, When you're choosing to embody a higher standard, you're creating discomfort, you're creating discord between you and other people, and you're giving them an invitation to either meet you in that standard in whatever way that looks like for them or excuse themselves from your field because you're too, too much, too incoherent for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and yeah, that's, I think that that process in itself can be really difficult when you're on a path 
of of realizing a big vision and that's I think that in itself is a dynamic that creates a lot of those feelings of like isolation and loneliness and I know we were just talking about this before we jumped on the call but um yeah it it really does have the potential to put strain on relationships when you're choosing to expand and you're choosing to take more responsibility because it's it's creating an invitation for other people to do the same thing and and not everyone is on board with that. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. I feel like that for me, like big time with that as well. And again, this is something I've very newly come out of the other side of. It's been, it's been very much like years now, like quite a few years of having that discord and um, with people that I've grown up with and known and loved my whole life. And that constantly like ch- choosing I feel like it's been very much like a choose my happiness or choose to fit in and it's been very much a constant like coming back to those questions like choose me like choose me and my happiness or fit in and be miserable and like that kind of um energy be then projected onto other people, which is not great for them either. Like it's not a service to them. If I do that has been something I've had to come back to time and time again, because you almost feel sometimes that you're having to grieve people. Like when people can't quite meet you where you're at right now. And I love that it's not necessarily forever. Cause I've had so many people circle back around now and it's almost like they weren't ready, but now they are. And I know that there's so many more people that will never probably be able to, um, come back into my life and my field and that's okay I'm kind of starting to accept that now but I feel like with that period sometimes there can be so much grieving in the middle of it where you it's almost like you're grieving the old you at the same time as grieving what was with those relationships that you had at the same time as feeling like you're stepping into an unknown and and that whole place can sometimes feel so like heavy because you just know it's almost like you're clinging on to this like thread of like I know I know that what I'm doing is right I know what I'm doing like I know that there's there's hope in this direction but it's almost like that shedding can be so hard like that shedding and and letting people go and and trusting and I I know like you've just touched upon this as well with like bringing like God to the table as well. Like that's been very much something that has shifted my entire life too, because definitely a few years ago, like I would very much be someone who, um, I didn't even give a second thought to, um, to God or, or like anything. And, and I was very much like someone who would, was just going through life. And now like, I very much found, like so much peace and so much support and so much comfort in God. And if if you even said to me like three years ago that I would even have a conversation about God or speak about God, like it would never have even been like part of my world. And like my husband, he's fully come back to faith as well. And so have I. And it's just been so lovely to know like that has been very much like the guiding light through all of this as well. Just knowing like you're just so deeply supported on your journey always. And even in your biggest depth of loneliness, when you're um, on this journey and and it's obviously going to be different for everybody, 
But especially if you find yourself in a position where you feel like nobody around you understands you anymore and you're completely alone and you feel like you're completely alone in this dark room, it's like having that light there and that support around you is so unbelievably powerful. Mm, You're speaking my language. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I really do want to – I just want to circle back to – you highlighting just the experience of grief um and honestly any any emotion in the experience of of navigating frequency shifts is as what i call it in coherence is is being able to hold yourself through the experience of choosing a new expression and a new reality that that process can bring you to your knees in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. Um, like you said, like leaning on your faith and leaning on God and leaning on the trust that you've cultivated in the divinely ordained mission and blueprint that you were gifted is, is one of the most beautiful allies in the process because it then becomes not about you anymore. It's this like, yeah. It's you're just part of the fabric of creation expressing itself and and even in those lows and those high points um there there is something greater than you constantly holding you through it and constantly moving you to exactly where you're meant to be. And yeah, that has just, it has become such a pillar for me. And like you right there, we, I feel like a lot of us go through this process of, um, turning away from faith and turning away from God. And and I mean, I fully understand that there's just so much like religious trauma in the world. And, um, but yeah, I think, I think cultivating that relationship with creator is such a beautiful anchor point as, you're on a journey of of manifesting your mission and of becoming more of you and of stepping into higher levels of responsibility and resourcing and um just recognizing that there there is always a god-ordained solution and potentiality available for you and you just simply need to to connect with that um the second thing that I wanted to touch on really quickly, um, and you briefly mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but was just the the idea of like as you're you're becoming more of you, how important it is to curate your sphere of influence and really prioritize the quality and like and qualify the relationships you choose to invest in because similarly to having a relationship with God and a relationship with yourself, the relationship that you have with the other influencing energies that you allow into your field are going to have a direct and immediate impact on, on who you become. And it can be like, like we said, right? Like there's, there's a moment of isolation as you start to change your standard um, and just, just holding out for those quality relationships can make such a world of difference in the journey that you're on Mm, yeah I fully agree with you 
And I remember the first time as well, because I would put myself in the first, the way I started with this was I very much put myself in like Facebook groups and stuff online, because like I said at the beginning, I mean, I come from a very small town in the middle of nowhere. And so I first found solace in like online Facebook groups where I could see people like were posting and sharing things that were in like resonance with me. So I felt less alone. And I think the most powerful thing for me was the first time I ever stepped into a mastermind group and was in like a literal circle of other women who were in such resonance with me and everything that I was about. And even though we were on very different journeys and we had different personalities and we had like um, different things happening, just knowing like there were people out there, almost like a beacon, beacon of hope, like there's people out there who um, are also on this kind of journey, who also get it, who also understand um, like they they want, like there's something more to life that they want to seek out. They want to fulfill like their biggest purpose. They want to become whole. They want to feel this wholeness within themselves and allow themselves to be the most them that they can be. And the first time I was ever in a circle like that, I was like, I never ever want to be away from a position like this again, where I'm, I'm literally surrounded by people who like fully understand it. And that was one of the reasons as well that I brought this very much into my work and creating one of my favorite things is, is like creating and cultivating community. And I have mastermind and, and groups that I personally run now as well that are, I make sure that they're intimate spaces where we really do allow all of this to come through, like allowing through the emotions, allowing through um, your most self-expressed self at the same time as really like showing others, like it's okay to feel all these things that you're feeling along the journey as well. And like we spoke about just now as well, like surrounding yourself with even with what you're consuming online, like I'm, I'm make sure that I'm only consuming things online from people who I feel so like activated and inspired by. And, and that kind of like, are also giving me that permission slip and that, um, that like, I'm not alone. And there's like, it's, it's powerful and it's safe to be yourself and just really being so aware of like the energy that is around me and the energy spaces that I'm in and the energy spaces that I'm creating for others so that they too can feel that safety on their journey. And so that, um, we can almost like keep our light shining so that we can shine it on others. Mm hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, one of the things that I feel really excited about in regards to, have and I use the word curated very um, intentionally, but having that curated sphere of influence is when you when you invest the time and the presence and the intention, and you become available to relationships that are in resonance. You're opening the door for so many collaborative miracles to unfold like I just imagine 10 years down the road me and all of the brilliant powerful creative soulful genuine human beings and what amazing opportunities we get to create and experiences we get to have and impacts we get to make 
as we come together and amplify all of our individual contributions. And I just like, it's this co-creation of a village that, that exists for benevolence, for greatness. And that is like one of my biggest visions and desires and, and wishes for everyone to have an experience of is just having like a like a lot of people use the word soul family, but like having people around you who who are just as invested in building a future that is just nourishing and supportive and regenerative and 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 to be leaders amongst leaders, human to human, leader to leader. Mm, I love that so much. Oh, I think my sound's gone. Can you hear oh, me? I can, I can hear you. <laughs> no, I, I'm full resonance with everything that you just said. I love that so much. And that vision, mm, yeah, I want that to be something that's so true as well. Um, this has been such a beautiful conversation. I want to honor a, a reasonable podcast length. <laughs> I know we could probably talk for hours. Um but I wanted to just open the stage to you if you have any thoughts or mm, things that you would help you feel complete in this conversation. Um, and then feel free to go ahead and share how people can connect with you um, and get in your energy because I cannot recommend Chloe enough. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would, I would love to have them know how to, to get in your world. Oh, thank you. I feel I feel so complete. I feel like this conversation has been incredible and also kind of healing as well in a way. Almost like allowing all of these things to come through. I love I love the uneditedness of this podcast. I feel like allowing it all to come through as it has is almost self-healing as well in some some sense of the word, which is so incredible to like have that experience. Um, but yeah, I feel complete from this conversation. It's been incredible. And thank you for having me on. And yeah, so different ways people can find me. Um, I've just started my own podcast too, the empowered and rising podcast. And that's one of the main places that I'm hanging out and people can find me and also on my Instagram channel, um, at Chloe Lavana on Instagram. And then I just always post the latest ways that you can either work with me or come into my different spaces on my Instagram page. And I've also got a Facebook group as well, um, a Facebook community, the Empowered and Rising Facebook community, which is such a lovely little space as well, where I normally share classes and um, just have little gatherings in there where... Um, people can just come and connect and share and just be a part of a community of people who just get it and just understand the journey that we're all on to becoming our most self-expressed selves. Mm, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited about your podcast. I listened to the first episode, but I'm excited to keep tuning in. Um, this woman is just brilliant. Like everything that you share is the way that you share it just feels so grounded and and simple <laughs> like and and even when you're covering complex things it's just like mm, that lands um and so yeah if you are looking for a human in your corner who is inspiring inspiring inspired empowered 
um you want to know chloe oh thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much again for having me this has been such a pleasure mm, the feeling is so mutual and who knows maybe down the road we'll have another another chat yes i have to have you on my podcast as well you have to make <laughs> it happen would love that all right thanks chloe Thank you so very much for being here with us for this episode. If you loved it as much as we did, it would be an honor to receive your review, your comments, to have you share the episode with your community. And if you love Chloe as much as I do and she's new to your world, I have linked her Instagram, her podcast, and her website below in the show notes so that you can get connected with her and experience the absolute magic of her energy. If you've not yet subscribed to Unedited and you're loving the podcast, the episodes, the guests, the conversations, please do go ahead and subscribe and I'll catch you on the next episode.